0: Part 2 of Iphigenia in Aulis by Euripides translated by Arthur Sanders Way 1847 to 1930 This LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by Expatriate in Bangor Maine Part 2 Messenger O king of Hellas host Agamemnon lo thy child i bring to thee named of thee iphigenia in thine halls her mother clytemnestra comes with her orestes too the babe to glad thine eyes who from thine home long time hast sojourned far but after weary journeying at a spring fair flowing now the women bathe their feet they and their steeds for midst the meadow grass we turned them loose that they might browse therein i to prepare thee their forerunner come for the host knoweth it so swiftly spread the rumour of the coming of thy child and to the sight runs all the multitude to see thy child for folk in high estate famed and observed of all observers are a bridal is it they ask or what is toward or hath the king of yearning for his child sent for his daughter others mightst thou hear to artemis to aulus queen they pay the maiden's spousal rites. the bridegroom who up then prepare the mons for sacrifice garland your heads thou too prince menelaus strike up the bridal hymn and through the tents let the flute ring with sound of dancing feet for gladsome dawns this day upon the maid agamemnon tis well i thank thee pass thou now within Well shall the rest speed, as fate marcheth on. Exit Messenger Woe's me! What can I say, or where begin? Into what bonds of doom have I been cast? Me fortune hath outwitted. She hath proved too cunning far for all my stratagems. Lo, now! What vantage cleaves to lowly birth? For such may lightly ease their hearts with tears And tell out all their grief the same pangs touch the high-born but our life is tyrannized by dignity we are the people's thralls so it is with me for i shame to weep and yet shame not to weep wretch that i am who am fallen into deepest misery lo now what shall i say unto my wife or how receive her with what countenance meet she hath undone me coming midst mine ills unbidden yet twas reason she should come with her own child to render to the bride love's service where i shall be villain found and the unhappy maid why name her maid hades meseem shall take her soon for bride oh me the pity of it i hear her pray ah father wilt thou slay me now such bridal mayst thou too find and all whom thou dost love orestes at her side shall wail the grief unmeaning deep with meaning of the babe alas how priam's son hath ruined me paris whose sin with helen wrought all this chorus i also far as alien woman may mourn for the griefs of princes pity thee menelaus brother vouchsafe to me to grasp thine hand agamemnon i give it thine the triumph mine the pang Menelaus i swear by pelops of my sire and thine named father and by atreus our own sire that from mine heart's core i will speak to thee to serve no end but all mine inmost thought i seeing how thine eyes are streaming tears pity thee and the answering tear i shed and from the words erst uttered i draw back thy foe no more lo in thy place i stand and i exhort thee neither slay thy child nor choose my good for thine unjust it were that thou shouldst groan and all my cup be sweet that thy seed die and mine behold the light for what would i can i not find a bride peerless elsewhere if i for marriage yearn, how should i lose whom least i ought to lose a brother win a helen bad for good mad was i and raw-witted till i viewed things near and saw what slaying children means yea also pity for the hapless maid doomed to be slaughtered for my bridal's sake stole o'er me on our kinship when i thought for what with helen hath thy child to do from aulis let the host disbanded go but thou forbear to drown thine eyes with tears o brother mine nor challenge me to weep if thou hast part in oracles touching her no part be mine my share i yield to thee swift changes here thou'lt say from those grim words nay but most meet for love of him who sprang from the same womb i change no knaves want this ever to cleave unto the better part chorus right noble speech and worthy tantalus zeus's son thou shamest not thine ancestors agamemnon thanks menelaus that beyond all hope thou hast spoken rightly worthily of thee strife betwixt brethren for a woman's sake may rise or of ambition out on it this kinship that brings bitterness to both nay but we are tangled in the net of fate we needs must work the murder of my child menelaus how who shall force thee to destroy thine own agamemnon the whole array of the achaean host menelaus never if thou to argus send her back agamemnon this might i secretly that cannot i menelaus what fear not thou the rabble overmuch agamemnon calchas will tell the hosts the oracles menelaus not if he first have died this were not hard agamemnon the whole seer tribe is one ambitious curse menelaus abominable and useless while alive agamemnon the fear that steals o'er me is this not thine menelaus if thou tell not how should i understand agamemnon all this the seed of sisyphus doth know menelaus odysseus cannot injure thee and me agamemnon he is aye shifty a mob partisan menelaus thrall to ambition is he perilous bane agamemnon will he not rise Thinks thou in the argive midst and tell the oracles that Calchas spake and how i promised artemis her victim and now play false and rousing so the host shall bid them slay thee me and sacrifice the maiden though to argos i escape yet will they come destroy it to the ground raise it with all its cyclopean walls even this is mine affliction woe is me how by the gods i am whelmed amidst despair take heed for one thing brother through the host passing that clytemnestra hear this not till i to hades shall have sealed my child that mine affliction be with fewest tears and stranger damsels hold your peace thereof exeunt chorus strophe oh well for them for whom the queen of love shall temper passion's fire and bring fruition of desire with gentle pace and sober mien whose souls are seas at rest are spared the frenzy thrill the fever pain the spells that charm the arrows twain the shafts of love the golden-haired whereof one flieth tipped with bliss and one with ruin of unrest o queen of beauty from my breast my bridal bower avert thou this let love's sweet spells in measure meet rest on me pure desires be mine may aphrodite's day-spring shine on me avaunt her mid-noon heat Anti-strophe: the hearts of men be divers wrought diverse their lives but ever clear through all true goodness shall appear and each high lesson throughly taught lends wings to soar to virtue's heaven for in self-reverence wisdom is and to discern the right to this an all-transforming charm is given fadeless renown is shed thereby on life by fame ah glorious the quest of virtue is for us the cloistered virtue chastity but for the man his inborn grace of law and order maketh great by service of her son's the state. his virtue works by thousand ways thou camest paris back to where mid ida's heifer's snowy fair anethered thou didst pipe such strain that old olympus spirit there awoke again full uttered kine in dreamy peace browsed when the summons came to thee to judge that goddess rivalry whose issue sped thee unto greece before the ivory palaces to stand to see in helen's eyne that burned on thine the love-light shine to thrill with eros ecstasies for which cause strife is leading all hellas with ships with spears to fall upon troy's tower coronal Lo, lo, the great ones of the earth, how blessed they be. Iphigenia, proud in birth, from princes see. See Clytemnestra, her who came of Tyndareus, o stately name of mighty sires, o crowned with fame their destiny. They that be lifted high in wealth, in might, are even as gods in meaner mortal sight. Enter riding in a chariot clytemnestra and iphigenia with attendants stand we calchas daughters near stretching hands of kindly aid so unstumbling to the ground down the queen shall step nor fear shall the princess know upstayed agamemnon's child renowned strangers we no tumult here make we entrance undismayed be of argos strangers found an omen of good fortune count i this thy kindness and fair greeting of thy speech good hope have i that i am come to lead the bride to happy bridal from the car take ye the dower that for the maid i bring and bear to the pavilion with good heed and thou my daughter from the horse wain's step daintily setting down thy tender feet and ye receive her damsels in your arms and from the chariot help her safely forth and let one lend to me a propping hand that i may leave the wain seat gracefully some pray you stand before the horse's yoke for timorous is the horse's restive eye and this child take ye agamemnon's boy orestes who is yet a wordless babe how lulled to sleep child by the swaying car wake for thy sister's bridle smilingly for thine heroic strain shall get for kin a hero, even the nereid's godlike child. Hither, my daughter, seat thee at my side. Hard by thy mother, Iphigenia, take thy place, and to these strangers show my bliss. Lo, thy beloved father, welcome him. Enter Agamemnon. Iphigenia running to his arms, O mother, I outrun thee. Be not wroth and heart to heart i clasp my father close clytemnestra o most of me revered agamemnon king we come obedient unto thy behest iphigenia fain am i father on thy breast to fall after so long though others i outrun for oh i yearn for thy face be not wroth clytemnestra child this thou mayst yea ever most of all the children i have borne thou lovest thy sire iphigenia father so long it was so glad am i agamemnon and glad am i thy words suffice for twain iphigenia hail well hast thou done father bringing me agamemnon starts well child i know not how to answer this iphigenia, ha so glad to see me yet what troubled look agamemnon on kings and captains weigheth many a care iphigenia this hour be mine this one yield not to care agamemnon yea i am all thine now my thoughts stray not iphigenia unknit thy brow then let love melt thine eye agamemnon lo child i joy as I joy seeing thee. Iphigenia, and yet, and yet thine eyes are welling tears. Agamemnon, yea, for the absence yet to come is long. Iphigenia, I know not, know not, dear my sire, thy meaning. Agamemnon, thy wise discernment stirs my grief the more. Iphigenia, so I may please thee, folly will I talk agamemnon ah me aside this silence breaks my heart aloud i thank thee iphigenia stay father with thy children stay at home agamemnon i would my wish is barred there lies my grief iphigenia perish their wars and menelaus's wrongs agamemnon my ruin shall be others ruin first Iphigenia long absence thine hath been in aulis gulf agamemnon still hindered is the army's speeding forth iphigenia where dwell the phrygians father as men say agamemnon where o oh, that priamid paris ne'er had dwelt iphigenia far dost thou voyage father leaving me agamemnon thou art in like case with thy father child iphigenia sighs would it were meet that i might voyage with thee agamemnon thou too must voyage where thou shalt think on me iphigenia shall i sail with my mother or alone agamemnon alone from mother severed and from sire iphigenia how hast thou found me father a new home agamemnon enough if it's not maidens, know such things. Iphigenia, speed back from Phrygia, father, victor there. Agamemnon, a sacrifice must I first offer here. Iphigenia, yea, thou must reverence heaven with holy rites. Agamemnon, this thou shalt see, shalt by the laver stand. Iphigenia, father, shall I lead dances round the altar? agamemnon o happier thou in ignorance than i pass thou within where none but maids shall see one sad kiss first one clasp of thy right hand ere thy long sojourn from thy father far o bosom o ye cheeks o golden hair on you what burden phrygia's town hath laid and helen but no more the sudden flood bursts o'er me from mine eyes as i touch thee pass into the pavilion exit iphigenia pardon me o Leda's child it well-nigh breaks my heart to yield to achilles hand my daughter mine such partings make for bliss but none the less they wring the heart when fathers to strange homes yield children for whose sake they have laboured long clytemnestra i am not so dull be sure that i no less shall feel this pang wherefore i chide thee not when i with marriage hymns lead forth the maid but custom joined with time shall deaden pain his name to whom thou hast betrothed my child i know his land his lineage would i learn agamemnon the nymph agena was a sopus child clytemnestra and did a mortal wed her or a god agamemnon zeus aeus he begat enone's lord clytemnestra which son of aeus possessed his house agamemnon peleus and peleus wedded nereus's child clytemnestra by the god granted or in heaven's despite agamemnon twas zeus betrothed her and her father gave clytemnestra where did he wed her neath the heaving sea Agamemnon where chiron dwells at paleon's sacred foot clytemnestra where tribes of centaurs have their haunt men say agamemnon yea there the gods held peleus marriage feast clytemnestra did thetis or his father rear achilles agamemnon chiron that he might learn not vile men's ways clytemnestra ay so wise was the teacher wiser yet the sire agamemnon such hero is to be thy daughter's lord clytemnestra none better in what greek town is his home agamemnon on Phthia's marches by Apidanus. clytemnestra thither wilt thou lead hence thy child and mine agamemnon nay his part this who taketh her to wife clytemnestra blessings on them on what day shall they wed agamemnon when comes full orb the moon with blessing crowned clytemnestra hast slain the goddess victim for our child agamemnon so purpose i even this we have in hand clytemnestra thereafter wilt thou hold the marriage feast agamemnon when to the gods i have offered offerings due clytemnestra and I, where shall I make the women's feast, Agamemnon? Here, by the Argive galleys' stately sterns, Clytemnestra. Here, quoth Yet it must be fair befall. Agamemnon, know'st thy part, lady. Then my bidding do. Clytemnestra, what thing? Obedience is my want to thee. Agamemnon, here, where the bridegroom is, will I myself clytemnestra what mother's office in mine absence do agamemnon with help of Danaans, give thy child away clytemnestra but i where must i tarry all this while agamemnon to argos go for thy young daughter's care clytemnestra and leave my child and who shall raise the torch agamemnon i will provide such bridal torch as fits Clytemnestra, all custom outraged, nought is that to thee? Agamemnon, to mingle with armed hosts beseems not thee. Clytemnestra, beseems that mother give away her child? Agamemnon, nor that those maids at home be left alone. Clytemnestra, they in safe maiden bowers be warded well. Agamemnon, nay, hear me no by the argives goddess queen go order things without within doors i will order what is fitting for a bride exit agamemnon ah me vain mine essay my hope is foiled who out of sight was fain to send my wife with subtle schemes against my best beloved i weave plots yet am baffled everywhere but none the less with calchas will i go the priest the goddess pleasure to inquire for me ill doom for hellas travail sore the wise man in his house should keep a wife helpful and good or never take a bride chorus unto simois unto the silver swirling eddies shall come the hellene host with galleys with battle-gear onward hurling to the plain of phoebus the troyland coast where tosseth cassandra her tresses golden with their garlands of green-leaved bay enfolden as they tell when by mighty compulsion holden her soul is on storm-winds of prophecy tossed on the heights of their tower shall the trojans and ringing the ramparts of troy in their harness stand when over the waters the war-god bringing the stately galleys with oars to the strand draweth near where the runnels of simois are sliding to hail her in priam's halls who is hiding sister of zeus's sons heaven abiding with buckler and spear unto hellas land and the war fiend shall girdle with slaughter pergamus towers of stone and the captive's head back bend that the throat-shearing blade may descend when lo in the dust he hath brought her troy from her height overthrown he shall make for her maids a lamenting and the queen of priam shall moan and the daughter of zeus shall know in that day and the flood shall flow of helen's tears of repenting who hath left her husband lone over me over mine may there loom no not in the third generation never such shadow of doom as shall haunt each gold-decked dame of the lydian the phrygian nation as beside the weaving frame they shall wail to each other in fear and despair ah who on the braids of my shining hair clenching his grip till my tears down shower me from my perishing country shall tear as one plucketh a flower for thy sake child of the swan arch-necked if credence worthy the story be that leda bear to a winged bird thee when zeus with its plumes had his changed form decked or whether in scrolls of minstrelsy such tales unto mortals hath fable brought cold out of season and all for naught. enter achilles achilles where is achaea's battle chief hereby what henchman will bear word that peleus son achilles at his gates is seeking him this tarrying here falls not alike on all for some there are of us who yet unwed have left their dwellings wardenless and here sit idle on the shore some that have wives and children such strange longing for this war hath upon hellas fallen by heaven's will mine own my righteous grievance must i speak let whoso will beside his own cause plead pharsalia's land and peleus have i left and through these light airs of euripus wait checking my myrmidons yet urgent aye they cry why dally achilles how long time yet must the troyward bound array wait on Act if thou canst, else leave thy war host home, waiting no more on Atreus' sons' delays. End Part Two. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.